This is a special recording for RPG A Day 2018, presented by Dave and Matthew, hosts of the Coriolis Effect podcast. Hi, it's uh, Dave and Matthew here again for day three of RPG A Day. And Dave, what is the question for day three? The question for day three is, what gives a game staying power? Mm. Oh, then that's a really interesting question. I almost wonder what they mean by staying power. There's staying in the market, being a long-lived game, like, say, Call of Cthulhu, which, yeah. unlike even something like Dungeons & Dragons, is pretty much the same game in its seventh edition as it was in its first. Or does it mean staying power as in we stay interested in it? I took it to mean... A game that I want to play again and again and again, rather than the commercial side of the it. Commercial life of it. Yeah. Okay. And given those any... terms, yep. What um, what is your game of uh, staying power? Ooh. Uh, there's several. What were you hoping I'd answer first? Well, it is your turn to answer first, but still, Pendragon number one. Game with <laughs> that's on my that, list too. That you can't, you can't, you can't get around that. Um, Cthulhu is obviously another one. I haven't played it recently, but for the first twenty years of my role playing life, I was playing a lot of Cthulhu. Uh, Traveller, yeah. Traveller in its various forms, but Traveller, I guess those would be my top three for sure. Yeah, and, and there's some interesting connections with those because I I had those listed as well. Less for me, there was less Cthulhu. Mm. But Traveller Pendragon was where it was at. And I was thinking a little bit in preparation for this recording, what is the thing that gives that staying power? Um, obviously, Pendragon, you know, that's been a single campaign that we've run over 30-odd years. I mean, we don't play it often, uh, two or three times a year, so it's it, it's been quite drawn out. But, we, ha- you know, that's got a wonderful generational system and we've gone yeah. through this wonderful story. Traveller, on the other hand, we've played loads of different campaigns over the years. And so I was thinking <laughs> that there, one of the reasons we like it is it has become a really simple system with a randomizer or resolution system that is the same whatever we're trying to do. You know, at the end of the day, we know... You roll some dice, you add your skill to it, you get above seven, you're sorted. Yeah. Number one, number one of my list on the qualities of a game is uh, that, you know, that gives it staying power are solid and easy to use rules and mechanics. And I think that makes that, you've made that point really well there with Traveller. That, you know, we know what we're doing with it. It's, it's something that you haven't got to flip through the rule book every five minutes to find out, you know, the nuance of what you're doing next. Yeah. Now, although interestingly, I bought the um, the second edition Mongoose version of Traveller um, when it came out. And I realised that actually the system is a lot less complex than it used to be in mm. the first edition. The original. And yeah. what it's become is the game that we kind of house ruled. You know, we, we mm-hmm. made it simpler as we yes. played. Yeah. And and that's and so did everybody else, it turns out. And that's what Mongoose Traveller second edition mm. is. So I think the second thing on my list of yeah. quali- qualities that make a game with staying power is uh, a clear identity about it. And now that doesn't have to be the uh, the genre identity, although it obviously can be, uh, but it can be identity as a style of system. 
So I'm thinking GURPS or Savage Worlds or Fate is a really good example of a system that I think is 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 so easily adaptable to any kind of context that you like. So much so that in Fate you you get together and you work out what setting, what the history game that you're what... going to play exactly yeah. from scratch. So that's that's really important, I think, for me as well for a game with staying power. Yeah. So do you think since we're from the Coriolis effect podcast? And we talk about Coriolis. Do you think Coriolis is going to have staying power down the line? Uh, it has so far. Um, I think also for me, it's been a longer journey than just Coriolis because I started out in terms of the game mechanic with Mutant Year Zero and played that for probably six months or a year before Coriolis even reached my reached my mailbox. So, yeah. um, so for me, it's three years nearly now of of playing these games frequently so yeah i think again that's probably one where there's a really good game mechanic that really helps and it now, bring, also you brings me on to hang on, hang, on, and I... hang on let me just finish the point because we haven't got a lot of time left okay. uh that brings me on to the third thing i say is a quality which is flexibility which is or easy to house rule so i find coriolis and that system very easy to house rule very quickly don't need to search through the book forever sorry go on you're and saying something about Traveller, isn't it i think yeah you could play a Western in Traveller if you wanted. Yes. Yeah. You were going to say something about Mutant. Yeah. So Mutant Year Zero you bring up. And uh, I didn't play Mutant Year Zero when you started that campaign. That was with your friends, um, who aren't my friends because I hate them. No, um, because <laughs> we don't live locally anymore. Um, so I didn't uh, buy that when you got excited about it. But I've just bought it this week. And why ah. have I just bought it this week? Uh, was it on cheap or something? It's on Bundle of Holding <laughs> this week and for the cool. next uh, few days on hearing this. Um, so go to Bundle of Holding cool. and you can get everything from Mutant Year Zero, I think, thus the... far. You may be able to correct cool. me on this one for 20 quid. Good. $20, the sirens are coming. I can hear them. The last thing I wanted to say, last quality, is a great GM. And we've had some great GMs running a game that they love. Ha! Huh. I got that in before the siren. Well done. <laughs> It's hard work, this, isn't it? It is. Keeping ourselves to five minutes is a real problem, that is. (laughs) It's good training. Think how much more efficient our future podcasts are going to be. They're going to be so much better. Right. Goodbye, guys. See you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow. This podcast special was brought to you by RPGGods.org and fictionsuit.org. RPG A Day is an idea from David F. Chapman of autocratic.com with the support of castingshadowsblog.com and Will Brooks. Music is by Stars on a Black Sea and used with permission of Free League Publishing.